Just being real. Just being real. Just being real. Podcast. Podcast. Coming right up on this episode. There's a Father's Day tribute that Safaricom did and how fathers can answer everything. And I loved it because it's so true. They always had the answers. And I think in the month of June, I went through a lot in terms of thinking about my dad, wishing he was here with everything that I'm going through. He was that kind of person who had, you know, the answers to almost everything. Hi guys, welcome to episode 38 of Just Being Real, Good Vibes Only podcast by your host, Julia Awur. Aish, the inconsistency, my friend. Adulting has done that thing where life is moving so fast. Everything is just... And it's Monday today. Kidogo, kidogo, it's Sunday. As in, I can't keep up. But how are you guys doing? How is life taking you? Um, so I did an episode that was episode 37 and I never really pushed it as much and I hope you've listened to it and it was an, a very dear topic to me because a lot has happened and of course I'm turning 35 this month. So it's my birthday month. Funny thing, I'm always, once we hit July like this, I'm always starting to celebrate and telling people it's my birthday, but this time around, your girl is changing and there's a lot of things happening and I've been meaning to talk about it and I think I've mentioned a couple of times in different episodes and I've hinted in other ones of what's going on, but I've never delved into it, but thinking about it and trying, there's something I've been trying to do is being my authentic self um the being very honest with myself or what's going on in my life um embracing all the feelings that i'm feeling you know disappointment um getting stuck in life because for the longest time i have kept mentioning this people think i've got things figured out uh, my career is flourishing my mother journey is flourishing so you need to have to your sound is me all is that sound and just place it somewhere anyway <laughs> yes all is so there's been a lot and i think life has been taking me so far like roller coaster and i don't know if i'm back probably i am and i'm really trying to embrace everything that's happening in my life because at first i was stressed out but i'm like why am i stressing out you know? No. But anyway, see my life diverting and heading another direction. But don't worry, I'll share with you my story and my journey. I really am promising that I will. I won't go into details at Ilesana, but I will share something so that people can learn. Because I realized in this world of social media, and you know I've been in the social media world for the longest time, and we get a lot of pressure because we compare ourselves to each other. We look at other people's lives, our friends, our families. And you know, how do we uh, take care of ourselves 
and how do we handle when we feel like we are a failure right so i think it's an important topic and like we had started talking or tackling about talking to our 20 year olds i think it's still part of that okay all right so we will do that i know i promised a lot of things from the previous episodes we had spoken about um how to handle uh, this economic times and how hard it is. I'm still planning to do that. So don't worry. So keep it tuned. I had also promised what? There's something else I promised. Wow, guys. Wow. It just disappeared. It just disappeared. Anyway, I'll remember. And yeah, I want to keep up my promises because I've been doing badly. <clears throat> It's not good. It's not funny. It's not interesting. So anyway, uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> but before we speak about that, if you're new here, welcome. Hey, welcome to this good space where we are very open, where we talk good vibes, where we embrace our lives, positives and negatives, and make sure you write a message on spotify now there's a bit for a message tell us what you think tell us your feedback we appreciate feedback here and if you're not new of course thank you so much for being here thank you for all your support yanni you know i'll do an episode i don't have to push it and that those people will come back and listen and i love that um I really, really, really appreciate it. So yeah, welcome back again. Okay. And I know I'm doing badly in terms of <laughs> consistency, but we are trying. So don't worry. So again, if you don't write on the Spotify messages, you can still always write your feedback. Go on social media, follow me on Instagram. It's a Julia Award one on Facebook. It's Award Ayako and twitter julia award one i always make sure i put the links on the show notes so you can always go and click and yeah you know let's connect let's talk and if you have a suggestion of what to talk about a yeah do not hesitate to let me know so i have meaning to do this guys and i feel bad because somehow our men are always left out. <laughs> it's unfair. So if you go back on my previous episodes, of course, there was Mother's Day that happened. And I had a tribute shared for Mother's Day. And I was planning one for Father's Day. And what happened? I don't know what happened. But you know what? In that spirit, we're still going to appreciate these fathers of ours. Um, for me, you know, my, my dad is late. And... I think in the month of June, I went through a lot in terms of thinking about my dad, wishing he was here with everything that I'm going through. He was that kind of person who had, you know, the answers to almost everything. And you know, dads, that's just dads. And I loved, there's a Father's Day tribute that Safaricom did and how fathers can answer everything. And I loved it because it's so true. They always had the answers and i miss that about him and the things that i would have comfortably wanted to talk to him about for guidance guys but he's not here but it's still fine i celebrate him i miss him and i continue praying that his soul may rest in peace he will forever be in my heart 
never to be forgotten. So, yeah. So I thought it was important for me to share a tribute. Uh, better late than never. So, guys, I never forgot you people. My gosh. You fathers, you are amazing. So before I go into rumbling, rumbling, and rumbling, let's get into this episode. So keep it tuned. And we're back. Guys, I think I'll share a tribute at the end of uh, this episode. And the reason why I also wanted to do this, of course, I want to talk about fathers and the role they play in our lives and celebrate them. But I also want to discuss something that's very important. So during Father's Day, there were a lot of um, articles that were going out in terms of different things and different discussions on roles that couples play um, on fathers stepping up on fathers being left to do everything and the pressure of society in terms of so this discussion let me say this started in a group we have a group of women called super mamas it's a very interesting and amazing group and questions came up and we got to a point where we realized uh, there's a lot of learning and relearning on topic of provision. So in traditional society, men have always been taken up as people who should provide. And things have changed. There have been a lot happening. And from my previous episode, again, like I said, I was a jack of all trades because the world is changing. So you did this in campus, you realize, oh, I've hit the ground running and life has happened and I didn't have to stick with what I, you know, specialized on, but decided to embrace what came and changed as things, you know, changed. I don't know if that makes sense. So there's a lot of changes that have happened in society and I'm going to share all the scenarios that are there and do we need to relearn, you know, and to learn new things and to embrace this change. So that's the question we're going to tackle today. But before we go into that, um, I want to define is a father and after we define who's a father i said a tribute will be done at the end of this so i'm not i'm not leaving you out and today i want to be to support fathers i want to support men and yeah let's talk about the changes in society and how to embrace that so for me i'll say a father of course is a male parent and they play a significant role in the life of their child or children. And a reason why I'm saying this, I've seen some articles. One of the articles that was going around is marriage, sorry, not marriage, married but single. So women are talking about stepping up and the men were not stepping up in terms of provision. 
and I could tell people saying happy Father's Day to these kind of women. And trust me, I also got happy Father's Day on on um on that day. And including my mom was like, you know what, you have really stepped up, you've gone through a lot, and I still want to appreciate you on this Father's Day. She wasn't like directly happy Father's Day, but I want to appreciate you on this Father's Day for stepping up for your child. But I've always been that kind of person who believes that I cannot step up into a father's shoes or a dad's shoe. I have been a single mom, for those who've been here and they know. And for the longest time, I raised my child alone. And at some point, of course, my baby daddy decided, okay, um, I've been lost. I'm so sorry, but I want to step up. So yeah, he pays for his child's school fees. And I remember when I decided it's okay, you can come back and step up and be part of your child. Because for me, I believe I cannot be a dad. Most people thought I was mad. So most people are like, why why did you allow him back he has done all these things and yes he has taken me through it all um but at the end of the day it's his father and it's for my child to decide and make that decision on whether he wants a relationship with him or not and i've seen people who've had such similar scenarios where the father was not part of their child's life and suddenly he reappears i don't know if it's a season they just always they pop up my friend they just come anyway i don't know if it's guilt that kills them and whatever i don't know but they come back so i've seen people in those scenarios and the father comes back and wants to be part of their child's life and the mother allows them but the kid realizes now nah, it's not happening because he can't keep up a promise. He says he's coming to pick the child. He doesn't, you know, he's not, he, they're not even feeling the connection. So sometimes let the child decide. He has a right to do that. So that's how I look at things. So it's been crazy. And uh, that's why I wanted to define this. Who's this father? So... I know fathers are supposed to, you know, provide love. Of course, as a mother, they're also supposed to provide love, support, guidance, and care. And also nurturing their children's growth and development as they um, progress. And fathers can come in different ways. They're different definitions. So they're biological fathers. They are stepfathers. They are adoptive fathers and father figures who assume the role of a father in someone's life because I've seen people who the kid's father is not part of their life, but they have their brother stepping up. They have a friend, a family friend stepping up, you know, and talking to this kid so that they have a male perspective of things and that's still okay. And remember, sometimes in life we judge so much. So I've seen single parenting can be crazy and co-parenting can also be crazy. But think about this. We also have um, fathers who are willing to be part of their children's life, but death happens. 
and life has to move on so you have to make your life easy you have to make your child's life feel balanced so have someone step up and that's still okay that's a father figure all right so we need to stop being judgmental and there's a topic i've always wanted to talk about that it's about co-parenting and why single parents can be judged at times and i don't want to call it single mother i i love referring it to single parent and it's a discussion i'm supposed to have a friend with a friend of mine from the uk i need to reach out um i need to reach out so soon that will be a topic that we would tackle so of course father's day is a special occasion and we do it to celebrate and to honor and appreciate fathers and their contribution to the family and how uh, important we feel they are okay in our lives and it's a day dedicated to express gratitude for their love sacrifices because you know, men go th- men go through it all and we're going to discuss it and the positive impact on their children's lives so you need to acknowledge the role that fathers play in nurturing and shaping our kids uh, well-being and recognizing the importance their importance in the family unit they are important so again i will stick to that for me you know so for me father's day is is sometimes not given so much attention and sometimes men will be like you know there's international women's day there's mother's day but you'll see all these hula baloos and stuff but how do we appreciate these people so i hope you appreciated your man if you have a man and um if you're co-parenting i hope you you know sent a message i don't know how co-parents are are supposed to celebrate their people uh do you gift yours do you send a message or do you reciprocate if they send a message you send a message as well i don't know it depends and it should vary for one person from from one person to another but don't ever feel pressured because you're comparing yourself to other people that's what i'll say so yeah that's all about fathers and we celebrate you as fathers so to all fathers out there as late as this is happy father's day and we appreciate you and the tribute is coming all right so let's go into why this this discussion and why today i'm more inclined into our men and also society and the changes that happened and what we need to learn okay so it all started from is it wrong for one partner to cater for all expenses really or is it a societal perception so We've been raised up knowing men should be providers. And if a man doesn't provide, mm, it's a problem. So I want to read something interesting that I came about. So this is a lady who was asking a question and it was still in that super mama's group. So hi ladies, I'm looking for some advice, perspective, or even someone to call me out on my own bullshit. I'm glad she was ready for anything. So I've been married to my husband for 10 years and we have three wonderful young children. He is a great father. 
I come from humble beginnings and worked my whole life as a professional. With God's grace, I have a well-paying job. My husband has always worked for his family's business. At the time we got married, this worried me. I wanted to marry a professional like myself with a steady job. Fast forward 10 years later and my fears were realized. The family business went under a few years ago and for the past three years, we've been living off my salary in joint saving. He has struggled finding a professional job due to his past work experience. I would like to think I am liberal and have no issues contributing to a household. I just always assumed the household would be dual income. Being a sole provider is making me very resentful. The worst is when I get on social media and see women, stroke wives, enjoying holidays, nice meals out, um, sorry, nice meals out, nice houses, apartments, and clothes. As soon as my income comes, comes in, it goes to rent, fees, miscellaneous, household expenses. I'm carrying a deep anger towards my husband for not being a provider. I try to watch self-help videos and read books to understand God's plan. Practice gratitude, etc., but I just can't shake the anger. I can't leave. He is a good person and a good father and tries honestly to find jobs. I just need to find a way to accept it, I guess. Anyone else out there with any thoughts? So I have watched my friends. I have watched people in my family who are married and I've seen men stepping up for their wives. And I've also seen women stepping up for their husbands because COVID taught us a lot. Let's look at COVID. COVID, thing, a lot of things happened and so many people lost jobs. And the people who were, we always looked up at their careers and be like, you know what, he's in a stable place. Nothing can shake that up. But things happened and we had people getting laid off, both women and men. And I've seen partners who supported each other and I've seen partners who broke up because of that situation. And most of the time it will always be men getting the crazy uh, reactions because women change most of the time. And it's because the society has drilled that into us. Like men have to provide. And it's so funny because, guys, <laughs> Yanni, me, I'm talking even from being single and trying to date in this space. And I've seen the situation. And I don't know if it's all of us who encourage it, both men and women. Because I saw someone saying, it's called Onyango Otieno on, um, on Instagram, where he said, many men subconsciously look for partners like their mothers who stayed in abusive marriages or unhappy marriages. They wonder why women react to small, small toxicity because their mothers endured more. And is it the men choosing that? Is it the men choosing that kind of partner? Because at the end of the day, it's the man who chooses. And that's why before I've also had a problem whereby someone told me, Julia, you can always shoot your shot. I don't think I can shoot my shot. I don't think I can hit on a man. Probably the only thing I can do is show interest. 
and then let them make the move. But if not, I will not shoot my shot because it's the man who decides. Because again, it's something we spoke in here whereby women have shoot their shot. They've gone ahead, moved into guys' places, houses, and ended up getting kids and being dumped. Or probably it will go well. Like I said, dynamics are different. So there is no best case scenario. And you'll find these women complaining, oh, he's not uh, taking me to the altar. He's not introduced me to his people. Um, he's changed and everything. That's a topic, another topic. Like, I feel like I've said, if, like, there's a lot of put out, sorry, but it's the truth. It's the foundation that we set. It's like building a house. If the foundation is weak, this has always been said. Things will fall off. Things will shake off. But if the foundation is strong, then we're good to go. So being single and trying to date, I've realized meeting people, people are shallow. Or people don't want to deep dive into these hard conversations how we view life, how we view our role as partners, as a woman, as a man, share different scenarios and how I deal on how, how I deal we want it to be handled or how our perception on certain things, like for example, if I'm a man and I lose my job, how I would feel about it, how I would want it, the situation tackled and how I would want my partner to support me. Because men are different. Men will go quiet. And for me, I believe as much as men are like that and women are wired differently, we all need support at this hard time. Because when we have the support, then it's easy for us to get back on our feet and keep running and keep moving. And if you're in a situation or in a relationship and something happens and your partner is constantly on your case, why don't you get a job? Why did you lose it? You know, finding faults as a, as a human being, genuinely, you lose it. You lose it. So that's the topic I wanted us to discuss. And those are two scenarios that I've played. And I was asking, is it the foundation that we set? Is it the society that we brought up in that has made us be like that? Um, Let's bring up when I was talking about um, single parenting or co-parenting and uh, recently Aunt Kiguta asked for a lot of money, millions from the baby daddy um, <laughs> because she said he created this kind of lifestyle so he needs to pay for it. And I've seen women pressure their people to to pay up for child support, like a lot of crazy amounts. And even when the, when the father is not doing well, it's a, it's a problem. So talking from my own experience, my baby daddy stepped up and from last year he's been paying fees. And, um, when he is not okay, he will come out and be like, you know what, this is a tough month. So how do we go about it? 
And if I'm able to step up, even if it's take up alone or something, reach out to family, because as you know, last year was very hectic for me, then I would pay, then he would pay back. If it's small things like buying uniform, because we had agreed he'll take care of anything school. Um, paying for a trip, if he's not able to step up, I will step up. But most people find it weird to do that because they feel like, no, he should pay for everything. But he is human like you. So talking about the things I've been going through. So I lost my job last year. And I'm glad he came in and stepped up when it comes to school because um, the first, those bills, sorry, the bills that really are hectic for us is school fees and rent. And having had doing everything alone for the longest time, those are the two things that were worrying me. But I knew for rent, I could do one, two, three assignments and be able to do it. But if my child's school fees is taken care of, then I have no worry. Then it gives me the peace of mind to focus on, you know, getting my footing. So I would step up, but most people don't do that. And you'll find women saying, no, I mean, I can't step up. So I have to take a break um because yeah i'm recording through my laptop and it has a time limit my gosh i didn't even tell you guys what happened anyway we'll be back and we're back from our water break and we were talking about stepping up and embracing the changing changes and relearning so there was another scenario, case scenario I wanted to bring up and then we can, I can bring out what I want to say and the discussions that were made in this group of these amazing women. And um, someone wrote, and still it's a social media question, like someone was wanted answers. And this was a lady now. I'm a single mom of one. My baby goes to a good private school and I can say, that God has been faithful. I'm able to pay a two bedroom uh, house and a nanny. So I met this guy who thinks my lifestyle is very extravagant and wants me to move to a smaller house and have my baby transferred to a public school. And she was like, was I wrong to block him? Should I give him a chance and see where this will end? Or do I murife as fast as I can? Okay. So these are the scenarios that also women have been given. So the society has changed a lot. And looking at that, parenting has changed. So imagine me being also a single mother for the longest. I've also learned to survive and to make ends meet for my child. The people who were done with school, ended up in marriage, has supported each other, fine, like they've contributed both to the family as a, as a man and a woman. And for them, it's a balance. But now you're one person, you're used to it. So imagine you're bringing up a son who's used to seeing this strong woman. They will think you're a strong woman at the end of the day. And you provide everything. How will they adapt in the future? And that's why sometimes parenting can be really hard. And for me, that's why I've 
always wanted. As much as I've been a single mother, I'm glad that my baby daddy is not part of my child's life. And I want him to feel cared for by both parents. I think it's important. But the people who are bitter and they will talk ill of the baby daddy to the child and this changes a lot. And we don't see it, but these are the things that we're seeing now in the dating scene where men are even looking for women who will take care of them because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for their mothers. The same way we said men are looking for their mothers, it's happening. But now why are we not embracing the changes, you know? And me looking back, this is what I'll say. For me and why it has been so hard, even when it comes to dating, for me, a successful relationship of marriage is built on partnership because things have changed and because of the present times. And um, this is not what has been the prevalent idea. Of course, when we were brought up, for us, we were told men were providers. But looking back, I reflect on my parents' relationship. And I can see how they found their balance. And that was their balance. Even though my mom did not have a professional job or was not employed or something for income, she contributed to the family through farming. And I'm just from home last week and my mom is still a farmer. She cannot go to the farm now, but of course we have a farm boy and she still does it. And let me tell you guys, I came back with a very huge gunia of a lot of things. Waru, those are potatoes. I came, I had even cooked food. I had mboga kenyeji, hey, traditional mbogas. My gosh. Um, I love them from my mom. I carried mokimo. Yes, cooked. I came with milk. I came with beans. Yani, it was a whole lot of things. Like, I have a supply for a whole month. So you see, my dad was providing, like going to work and the salary at the end of the month. Sorry, I feel like coughing. <coughs> sorry. <laughs> so my dad was providing there, but my mom was providing us with a steady supply of homegrown produce. So, you know, my dad supplemented now with other items, be it meat, be it chicken and everything. And of course, my dad paid for most of the things. But at the same time, at some point, my dad had opened a shop for my mom, which also facilitated that. Although now at that time, Gilgil was very unsafe. There are a lot of, you know, uh, insecurities. And of course, the, the shop was broken into a couple of times, so they had to close up because it ended up being not uh, profitable. And yeah, it went into farming. And my mom would sell a few things here and there, but not everything, but mostly it was used to feed the family. But in the present times, marriages are failing because men are afraid of women who are stepping up, women who are working, women who are earning more. And women 
some women are looking for men who have jobs. Like I've seen cases where <clears throat> you women and a man, sorry, a man and a woman meet on a date and a woman would bluntly ask, can you take care of me? Re that's the first question. And people have made us act in a different way. So for men, they've been forced to showcase material possessions uh, where they try and impress women with their wealth in order to win them over. And women are looking for that and pushing men into that. But look at the COVID situation or the current times even now and how hard things are. I feel like this creates an unstable foundation and it, it leads to the crumbling of relationships. It leads to crumbling of marriages and it's disheartening to witness all of this, like the decline of this institution, which for me, I think is very important. I still believe in it. And I was looking at Western economies and I've had even people or friends or family who've moved from Kenya and the husband and wife take up equal roles in homemaking because of how the society has been set up and them embracing change. And looking at people who have even traveled from here and went to the States, these people, when they move, they change automatically. So it means the environment plays a very important role and it impacts on how we do things. And here we're lucky that we can have a nanny, a living nanny who comes in or even someone who comes at maybe a neighbor, they call them neighbors, right? And a woman can go to work and a man can go to work and have this person take care of the home. But <clears throat> in the Western society, getting a nanny is so hard and sometimes very expensive. And let me take quarter. Ish. I think I've spoken too much. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> it's very expensive and it's not as easy as here. So both the man and woman will work. Or sometimes a woman will tend to stay behind and the man goes to work. And if both are working then either the child will be taken to, what are they called? Gosh, I've forgotten. If they're younger, <clears throat> that place kids are taken. Okay, guys, any have forgotten. <laughs> What's happening? Eh? Anyway, I'll remember. And if kids are going to school, they go to school and then both parents will balance who comes in early you know, and take care of the child. A man will cook. A man will step in and get to cook when the wife is at work. And they're okay with it. And they're doing okay. You know? So the same logic applies to financial incomes. And because of the high cost of living, it is more stretching to solely depend on one income. And that's why most of the time we'll be forced to both work. And I've seen different scenarios where a man stays at home, takes care of kids, and the wife works. There are some cases that it has worked. And we've seen cases where a woman stays behind, a man goes to work. 
what I feel or my opinion on this and what maybe we need to look at is the question of whether it is wrong for one partner to cater for all expenses in a relationship. And this question is subjective, in my opinion. And it all depends on personal values, beliefs, and the dynamics of the specific relationships. And unfortunately, we are in a space where we, 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 we watch out for other people, we watch what our friends are doing, and we get influenced by that. And there's social media, there's a lot of pressure. And I'm just going to say there's no universally right or wrong answer when it comes to this question on who is going to cater. Because for me, different couples should have different arrangements that work for them. I met you. I did not meet my friends. I did not meet my the other couple. It is us. What's our situation? What are you bringing to the table? How do we go about this? When this happens, how do we go about it? And it can be so different. You don't have to be like, you know what? Even Mama Nani, this is what they do. Mm-mm. No pressure. So traditionally, society norms have placed the responsibility of financial provisions on one partner, which is typically the man here. And however, with changing gender roles and evolving societal expectations, many couples now choose to divide expenses more equally or based on, you know, individual circumstances and preferences. And it is okay. So for me, that's when dating comes in. I mean, that's when we get to learn about each other. But we don't give dating that time of day where we talk about these hard conversations. So for me, I feel it is essential for couples to have open and honest discussions with their partners about financial matters and determine, in this case, what arrangement feels fair and comfortable for both of them. So you'll see some couples opting for a sole breadwinner model, where of course, like I've mentioned, where one partner takes the majority of financial responsibility, while the other partner focuses on other aspects of the relationship or household management. And some other couples will prefer a more balanced or shared financial approach. Still okay. So for me, what matters the most is that both partners feel valued, respected, and have a clear understanding of their financial situation. Not comparing, but their situation. And this arrangement, it is important that it is agreed upon willingly and not due to societal pressure or expectations. And mutual understanding, communication, and just transparency about financial matters, for me, it feels that it can help maintain really a healthy relationship and a balanced one for that matter. So ultimately what I'm saying, the key is to just to find 
an arrangement that works best for you as partners and aligns with your values, goals, and circumstances because we are different. Leave whatever everyone else is doing. And I know the society has given us pressure looking at the goal and forgetting to look at how we're getting there and appreciating the journey. Don't do that. We get there at different times. And I've always mentioned, it can be crooked. Your way might be crooked. Someone else's might be straightforward where they are owning a house. Their children are going into good schools and everything. But look at your circumstances, your values, and appreciate the journey. Okay? For me, that is important. So... <clears throat> I mentioned a couple of things and one it, one of the things I mentioned when I started was that article on married but single on wives who are paying all the family bills. I'm going to share that and I'm going to share other links or so that you can read and, you know, tell me your thoughts as well, because this is where I've gotten this motivation to, <laughs> to, to talk about this. So guys, I don't want to go rambling much, but at the end of the day, this is what I'm saying. Couples need to sit down and agree on how to move forward and without overburdening one partner. And for me, I feel like for every person right now should be responsible financially as an individual, then as a couple, but not looking at, I need a partner who'll take care of me holy for me sharing this obligation in marriage is very important in these times and it can change at any other time so <clears throat> that's what i'll say and another thing probably i would say while closing up is i know couples go for sessions where is it can I call it therapy? Okay. Most people don't go for therapy. Most people go for couples counseling in church. And there's one thing and aspect that was covered in the conversation in the super mama's group. And we're like, we believe people needs couples therapy because premarital counseling in church, we felt like it's biased towards just getting couples married. We want people to get married and we believe that we can, we can tolerate each other. And there's a therapist, uh, or someone mentioned that there's a therapist who've worked with couples who deep issues were addressed in details during the therapy session and have seen these couples, some of them break up and some of them handling them because she made sure all masks were off and you know drama ensued so for her or for them they believe it's better for people to break up than marry and get divorced uh, than get divorced later because it just shakes up it because if i can realize you know what we're not a match our values are not together our goals as the pelicani let's just you know uh 
go separate ways now rather than later before we get kids and get them into this mess i feel like that's important you know so she made sure she engages couples in deep difficult conversations that we avoid which is majorly not done in church and of course some bail and some go ahead and get married but some of them come back for help again for therapy but you know what all right so for me that will be my ideal to go for couples therapy and um another thing i would want to say or tackle is what equal partnership means and someone said something very important like being equal partners shouldn't be limited to the amount of money or money related functions only many men provide financially and are absent emotionally in the relationship and do not partake in the non-financial parental obligations and vice versa even women and i she said these are pertinent inputs required in the partnership and ensuring there's always open conversations because partnerships can only thrive when both individuals actively participate contribute and respect each other's needs and aspirations i think i'd mentioned that and openly discussing expectation supporting each other and adapting to changing circumstances can help build a strong and fulfilling partnership which i think is very important you know underline adapting to change and always talking so communication is not just about to about happening on the initial stages or dating stage it's about the continuation every single day with the changing circumstances let's talk what do you think about this and not avoiding these conversations so i don't know what your thoughts are that's what i can see and i think it's important to look at these things and not putting pressure on ourselves not putting pressure on one partner being equal be that's why it's called partner it's a partnership and let's all feel loved and respected at the end of the day so all right i'll go into my tributes i hope i've made sense i feel like i've rumbled like i've been everywhere yo like sometimes you know you have your thoughts planned out and then when you start talking hey you go here you come back you return you do what but i hope it makes sense but happy father's day to all fathers out there and i applaud women who appreciate their men at the end of the day and contribute and i appreciate partners who communicate at the end of the day all right let's do the tribute people dear fathers as much as i'm late but in the spirit of father's day i want to take a moment to celebrate and honor each and every one of you you play an irreplaceable role in the lives of your children families and communities your love guidance and presence 
make a profound impact that lasts a lifetime. Fathers, you are the steady rock, the unwavering support, and the comforting embrace. You inspire us with your strength, wisdom, and dedication. You teach us valuable lessons about resilience, kindness, and responsibility. Your influence shapes our character and helps us navigate the world with confidence. In the bustle and hustle of everyday life, it's easy to overlook the quiet sacrifices you make, the sleepless nights you endure, and the endless hours you invest to create a better future for your children. Your unwavering commitment to your family is truly commendable. You are just not providers. You are role models, mentors, and friends. You create lasting memories, share laughter, wipe away tears, and cheer us on through every triumph and setback. Your presence brings warmth, security, and love to our lives. On this special day, we want to express our deepest gratitude for all that you do. Your love and care makes a world of difference. May you feel appreciated, cherished, and celebrated not just on Father's Day, but every day. To all the fathers who have passed down their values and wisdom, we carry your legacy in our hearts. To the fathers who are with us today, may you continue to be a source of strength and inspiration. To the fathers who are starting their journey, may you find joy, fulfillment, and abundant love in the precious moments shared with your children. You are superheroes in our eyes, and we are forever grateful for the immeasurable impact you have on our lives. Happy Father's Day. Thank you so much, guys, for joining. I hope this rambling episode, because I feel like it was word, has made sense. Tell me your thoughts. Please make sure you do on my social media or on the message platform on Spotify. And I would really appreciate what's your thought? What's you about all these things? And I wanted to share another funny story here, but I think I'll share next time because that's when we'll talk about more on this pressure on society from society sorry and social media so i think i need to tackle that and share something that i've gone through kidogo too in a snippet and we see and guys hmm, things happened yeah adulting so my phone blacked out i had an a53 samsung guys t- tell me what's your thoughts who uses samsung and was getting disappointed Aki? because me i am at this rate um it just blacked out and it's been there the whole of june at samsung offices they have um care center if you know you know because i realized as as much as as long as sorry as long as you're on warranty they can fix your phone which is better because once you take it to these fundies out there that's it you're done for so tell me your thought if you have a samsung phone and you're getting disappointed and should we boycott this brand right all right um thank you so much guys for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you enjoyed the rest that are there as well 
and uh, yeah until next time adios